If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. In a few moments, we will stand and recite the creed, a series of beliefs that go back to the early days of the church, the Council of Nicaea, Council of Constantinople, formulating what we believe. And that's nice, okay, it's good, it's information. But the, the, the spirit of this holiday, the Feast of the Most Blessed Trinity, is more than formulations and creeds. It's sharing in the very life of God. And the issue is, our God is real. Our God is real in history, in eternity, and presently. Our God is not a made-up God. Sometimes you hear people saying, Oh, the, 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 the universe has guided me to do such and such a thing. Or I'm so glad that the universe ordered these things to happen in my life. Please, that's searching. Searching for what you and I already have. A real God, not one of many, God. Even to say the word is one. And the, and the Jews have it correctly. When they're writing the word that signifies God, if they were doing it in English, not Hebrew, you would see G space D. They don't even say the word God. It is too sacred. And the readings today remind us where that belief comes from. Moses is talking to the people of Israel, and this is written back into history, wasn't on the spot, but the followers of Moses and the traditions of the scriptures put these thoughts down that Moses gave his people, and he's saying, now, now figure it out, folks. Um, all these other nations around here have gods and goddesses, and then he gives us a challenge and it's a rather beautiful challenge. And he basically says, figure it out. This God that you worship is not a creation of the universe. It's not one of the gods. Our God is real. And he locates that God in history through the actions of God. And he says... Nobody ever heard of a God speaking from the fire and live as God spoke to Moses in the burning bush and God spoke to Moses on, on Sinai, giving him the Ten Commandments. Which of your gods has led you out of slavery from Egypt? Which of your gods 
and he's asking the neighbors, created the heavens and the earth. There is no other. And it's very interesting, it's very basic. Keep the statutes and commandments I give you that your people and your children will all know God through the word, through his Ten Commandments. And eventually you and I will give giving a gift of knowing God in the word, his son Jesus, coming to earth. So the Feast of the Blessed Trinity is a celebration of our foundation of who we are as Christians. God is one. And in history, revealed his self, it's hard even to put a gender to it, by leading the people out of Israel, by creating. Look around. Look around the skies and the seas. Not an accident. Not something that the universe created. But a relational, loving God. A, a relational, loving God that Paul says, you know, because of Jesus, you and I have become God's children. And, and you know, go one step further. You are so intimately involved with God through Jesus, and he's talking to the baptized Christians, that you can call God as Jesus did. Daddy, Abba. Talk about the intimacy that is being revealed through the theology of St. Paul. That we can call God our daddy in heaven. The creator of all, our daddy. And God is the creator. The Holy Spirit is his kiss of love to the universe. And we have Jesus to follow, to understand God more and more. And the more we follow Jesus, the more we love and forgive and, and act with charity in our hearts, the more we're living up to our role as his siblings, the siblings of Jesus. Some of you have sisters and brothers. I had a brother, and I know what that means. Yesterday I was celebrating the graduation of one of my nephews, and at the head table, he and his sister, my niece, were sitting together chatting away in between the party, and carrying my niece through marriage, says to me, I want my kids to grow up like that. Look at the way they're fooling around and talking to each other and sharing, sharing secrets and intimacies. And her two boys are on the road. So we know what a sibling is, someone you can just hang out with and, and well, if, if you're the same gender, share clothes with or, or share, as I did with my, my brother, sharing shaving equipment. I never forget, he used to like to use Noxema, but he was three years older than me. And he didn't like to share too much of his stuff, but a lot of the stuff he shared. The one thing I could not touch was his Noxema. Gave him a nice, clean shave. Well, I would take his Noxema. And one day I was angry at him, and to let him know that I used his Noxema, I got my finger and I stuck it right into the Nuxima jar. And you open it up and you see this, this indentation. He was furious. 
You know, if you want to get furious at Jesus, you can get furious at Jesus. When you think he's not with you, talk to him. Call him out. You came so, so I can be your sister or brother, Jesus. And sometimes you don't act like my sister, my brother. And sometimes you, you don't reveal your father to me as my daddy. And we all had fathers. But this father, the creator, is everyone's father. To say that is the Holy Spirit within us. When we are moved spontaneously to do good, to love, to imitate Jesus, that's the Holy Spirit within us. And there are analogies we use, don't we? Your mother and father taught you how to love. They were the first people we looked at. Our father taught us how to be relating to men. Our mother taught us how to be relating to women. It's a great metaphor on the human level. But the truth is that God is love. And taking time out, and we can't even use the word time in reference to God, taking the time out of eternity to create the universe so that he could just love it's marvelous. And we're the recipients of that fatherly love. And if we ever lose the enthusiasm of loving God, the Holy Spirit's there with us, who provokes us, who encourages us, who pushes us to follow the example of Jesus in loving. We're in an age right now and it will come, it will go, we've had them before, in which there's a lot of controversy in our society. And it's really sometimes inane. I mean, why be upset over a person who speaks a different language or has a different color skin or a different culture? We are the creatures that God made, all of us. And when we look to one another, we need to look through the eyes of Jesus, our brother, at one another. We need to look at each other as Jesus looks at me and you. We need to speak to the Father, Jesus' Father, the way Jesus spoke to him, as our Father. And when we look in our society as we walk along the streets, we, we, we have to acknowledge that by our attitude toward one another, our civility, our Christian guidance toward one another. Recently in our city, cardinal and head rabbi, local synagogue, met in the synagogue. That put a face on anti-discrimination. That put a face aiming at removing anti-Semitism in our world. Realize how many people are Christian and they still are anti-Semite? And that the list goes on. Christians who are anti-Middle Eastern, or Christians who are anti-Palestinian, or Christians who are anti-Black or Latina, or doesn't matter. And it's such an ironic slap in the face for God. It's almost like we're coming forward, making fools of ourselves, saying that I am better than you for any reason, status, money, background, 
And God made a very clear point. And Moses reiterates it. And Paul reiterates it tonight. And Jesus summarizes it. Yeah, he sent the disciples, but he sends us. Go out into the whole world. And I am with you always until the end of time. And go out and baptize. Bring life in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Bring life to each other. That mandate didn't end when Jesus ascended. That mandate began and still goes on while Jesus is with us here on earth and we have the power to do what he asked us to do, given to us by the Holy Spirit at our baptisms. It's amazing. We have such, we have such strength. We have such promise. And we have a real God. Not a universe. Not a fantasy. God. The only one. And he's yours. And he's mine. And we have to share him. You know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.